Welcome everyone to the Leader Next Door podcast, where we find leaders from all walks of life and find out their secret strategies for success. New episodes are released every Thursday. Sit back and enjoy the show. Bro. What's up, Lex? How you doing, man? Good. How are you, buddy? I am good. I'm just trying to make sure that... Do I, see, do I sound too loud or am I good? No, you sound, you sound perfect. Awesome, dude. You got a freaking blonde hair now? Uh, yeah, I dyed it. Um, I dyed it and then I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's amazing. I don't want to shave my head because I'm going bald. Lex, so, uh, Lex, you know who you're talking to, right? I mean, I, I've been through yeah, this. I mean, Is it? I'm just, I'm not, well, I'm not ready yet to lose it. So, Lex, what do you need to know, man? Actually, I, I wanted to let you know this is an intervention, and um, we're here to talk to you about letting it go. And it's okay to <laughs> let it go. It's, it's, you're there, man. Just let it, let it, let it fly. I hope you don't mind me uh, pacing a lot. No. I, uh, right, cool. No, I don't mind you pacing at all. It's, it's. Yeah. If you weren't pacing, I'd be alarmed because I, I. The Lex Ludlow that I know was a pacer. Do you know what I'm saying? One second. Yeah, no problem. I saw an X there on the screen, but I'm not I'm not concerned. Hey, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. There we go. There we go. Way better. What you said you were a, you'd be a mark. No, 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 no. I said I would be um your counselor for your hair loss because I've been through it all, man. <laughs> yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that man yeah dude um so thanks for doing the podcast man I, it's been a long time i know that um i met you as a high school student i mean you were a high school student i was a teacher and i was i was hoping that you could just take a minute to um introduce yourself and tell us who you are man well I, how i actually met you is you were my freshman football coach that's true that's, um that's how I actually met you. Um, to introduce myself, I'm 29 years old. I graduated Happer Horsham uh, 2012. Uh, after high school, I to become a professional MMA fighter. I had uh, seven uh, seven amateur fights, and I had three pro fights. And then uh, I got hurt. I had three kids, and now I'm just a stay. I, I had I, I tried to do the whole nine to five thing. I got a uh, I got a job. I ended up quitting my job uh, because it just wasn't for me, and I really wanted to give uh, fighting another go. So I became a stay-at-home dad, and so all I do is I, I work out almost like five times a day, uh, five not five times a day, five times a week, and I'm just a stay-at-home dad. I just hang out with my kids all day. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, that's yeah, that man. that's the dream job, really. I think. Um, what, are you on a segue? Because you're just like you're you are moving around like uh, it's fine, but it's I hilarious. Told you, I'd be, I, I'm going to be pacing. I'm going to be pacing a lot. So I, <laughs> it's just like like when I talk on the phone, like I can't. I have ADD, so I can't. I can't just sit down and just have a conversation. No, I, I know. I, I can try though. No, no, no. You don't have to try. Do you? Do you, man? I just sometimes when you move around, like if your head tilts like this, we lose audio. But I'll let you know if it's a problem. Hasn't been a problem right, yet. Right on. Yeah. Um. So let's, let's talk Lex. So, man, you know what? I was thinking about that today when I was thinking about giving you a call, like, did I coach you in football? Because man, that part of me is like, it's so, it was so long ago. And, and I feel like what year did you even graduate high school at this point? I graduated, I graduated with, uh, uh Danny Alsberger, so 2012. 
I was just listening to that episode. Damn. Um, was, uh, oh, you listened yeah. to Danny's episode? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, follow, I follow, you know, people that support me and, you know, uh, approve of my dreams and stuff like that, I support them. So I've been listening to your podcast for a little while now. Awesome. Thanks, Lex. I appreciate it, man. You're there. I knew there were two. One's my mom and you're the other one. So I appreciate um, the fandom hood. It's great. No, I, I'm just kidding. There's three. Uh, <laughs> no, Lex, man, you're such a you're such a unique, interesting dude. And you've always been like that. Um, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever met a student like you that went through high school with so much I don't know, just so many like dreams and so many like um, things happening. Like the the fact that you're walking around on this interview is exactly how I kind of remember you, like always busy, like always thinking and just like sometimes saying things that re were ridiculous when I first heard them. But then I'm like, no, he really is going to try and do that thing. And 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 honestly, some of the things you've you've done, man, I mean, like you, you said already, like the the um, MMA stuff. I mean, so, so impressive. That's, that's, that's amazing. You, you have to feel pretty accomplished to get to the point where you've gotten to, I'm not saying you're in the UFC or anything like that, but to where you've gotten to very, very few people have approached that. That's really cool, man. Yeah, no, you know what? It, it's funny. Cause, uh, I'm training now. Like I started training again in October. I was, uh, I was 305 pounds. I let myself go. Damn. And, that's, that's uh, a I'm, I'm 240. I was 246 yesterday. Wow. Uh, so I, I lost all this weight. And this kid that I met, um, he's 10 years younger than me. His name's Chase Moeller. And uh, he would say the same stuff like you just said. Like, uh, you know, it's such a, uh, like, like you, like you should, like not a lot of people do it and stuff like that. And I, and I constantly think in my head and, you know, this is stuff I, I actually, I, I don't even talk about uh, out loud. Uh, I don't feel like I've accomplished enough. Yeah, I don't I, I feel like I have. That's the reason, you know, because a lot of people would like were saying like, uh, you know, like at my when I got a new job, they'd be like, like they found out I was a fighter, like was a fighter. And they were like, oh, when are you going to fight again? You know, it was something you would that uh, I never would stop hearing. You know what I mean? And and uh, it would bring up a lot of regret. And, you know, did I train hard enough? Did I do this like right or yeah. stuff? And. And then I was kind of like thinking like I was like 35 years old, like it was over. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And then I kind of woke up one day and I was like, you know what, dude, like you're only 28 years old. Like, what are you doing? Like, like just go back out and just give it another shot. You know? So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm just kind of trying to like, to answer your question, I don't, I don't think it's something where I feel accomplished enough because of because of how it went, how, how I left, you know, I left on, I left losing three in a row. Yeah. Um, I kind of would like to, uh, leave on my own terms, not saying when I fight again, that'll be my last fight, but I'm yeah. saying like, I would like to feel satisfied within myself. I get it, man. Uh, I, I get it. life's funny like that. I mean, you try different things and, um, throw yourself out there like you did and, you know, walking away from something, not feeling like you gave it not that you didn't give it your all. Cause I know knowing you, I know that you did, but sometimes things just don't work out in your favor and it doesn't sit right with you. And it's like, you're still a very able bodied person to get it back out there and possibly give it another shot. If, if that's what you want to do. And it seems like you're, you're heading in that direction. And I, dude, I support you hundred percent, but at the same time, like, you know, being your former teacher and coach, like I care about you as a person and just making sure that, you know, 
obviously there's risk that goes that goes with all that and now you having kids and stuff how how does that play into it like having having children and then like going back into it is that like a thing that that crosses your mind yeah i'm gonna try not to get emotional when i say this because this means a lot to me um so when i was a kid um my dad was like larger than life to me yeah he was he was like a super he's still you know still still around and you know me and him have a great relationship and everything but like when i you know i'm sure as when you were a kid or when everybody else was a kid they looked at their their dad like they were a superhero you know what i mean and that's how i want my kids to look at me and and i don't want my kids to to google me one day and then see that you know i went five and two as an amateur oh and three as a pro and be like well dad gave up so i should give up on anything that that's tough in life you know what i mean so yeah. i want them to i want them to know that no matter how hard things get and and how impossible it may seem, it's really not that impossible. And it's and if all you do, if you just put your mind to it, and I know that's like the cliche thing to say, but it really like if you, because I'm I'm a pretty I, I really think I'm a really like I'm not, but I am a really mentally strong person. Uh, when yeah. it comes to putting my mind to something, like I can really do it, and that's how exactly how my kid I want my kids to be in. And I would like to lead by example. So, yeah. So, you know, I know that I could like take the wrong shot and, you know, be like uh, like a squid or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, the rest of my life. But that's also the the uh, the risk I'm willing to take. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and, I know it's it's not definitely nothing to joke about. And it's funny. You know, it's funny, man. I remember talking to you in high school and you telling me about your dad and um you know, I don't remember specifics except for, I, I thought you told me that your dad, I know you always really looked up to him, but I thought you told me something about wrestling. Like was he was maybe into professional wrestling or semi-professional. Was that true? Or am I making that up? So he, he was an independent wrestler. Um, I don't know how many matches he had. Um, but I know that he was, uh, you know, he was a, he, he, he was a independent pro wrestler and, that to me right there was just enough for me to like be like like want to do it. I listen, I I've wanted to be a professional wrestler since I was like 7 years old yes. or 6 years. Old. I I and I I did I did train to do it. I don't know if you knew that, but I Well, did. well I, that's maybe that's a part of it, the training. Can you tell me about um what that training was and like where it was and how how all that like went down? All right. So <laughs> So um it's good and it's bad. So uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't like the uh, the coach. At the, uh, well, he's still the coach, but uh, I didn't really care for him too much because uh, he was real. Um, I can I'll, I'll send you some stuff when we're done. But uh, okay, he's real um, like hard on the ki- like uh, the people he's coaching. Whatever, that's cool. That's fine. Whatever. But it was just the, like like I was paying two hundred dollars a month and. Like, even when I was, like, getting started in MMA, like, I didn't have any money. Like, I, because I was trying to make it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do it. So I, I didn't have a bunch of money, and I was paying this guy $200 a month, and I was driving from Horsham all the way uh, to Paulsboro, New Jersey, which is by um, West Deptford, New yeah. Jersey. So it's far, you know, and I'm driving there uh, four or five times a week, um, an hour and a half both ways. Now, if I said that to him right now, if he was standing there, he'd be like, well, that's part of the rest. You've got to drive, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, 
it, it's hard to do that when you have no money and you know like you're paying gas and you're paying this guy two hundred dollars a month well every thursday i would go in he'd make me just stand there and watch and uh i can't watch dude i gotta i have to be doing it yeah you know what i mean and and uh it was driving me crazy and and a lot of the people there you know i don't like they were the other wrestlers were they were kind of soft and i'm not like i'm not being mean when i say that but you know i would go in there and i would take a, a bump they would call it or whatever and it wouldn't even bother me it wouldn't hurt me at all and then i'd look over and someone else would do a bump and complain about it yeah. i'm like I'm like, what, what are you doing this for? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you got to get ready to do this 300 times a year. Like, like you should be doing this, like, religiously, like, all the time. Like, it's how I would think. And uh, I did it for, like, three months, dude, and, and I, I, I threw the towel, and I started learning all the secrets. It made me start to hate it. Okay. It made me really start to hate pro wrestling. And, and that's when I was like, this isn't for me. I want to go. I want to be a, I want to be a fighter again. Like, this is stupid. Like. So, I mean, I would try it again under the right circumstances, maybe with a, a better school or anything like that. But Yeah. Did yeah. you get to do any uh, local performances, or have you ever joined up any of the local, um, I don't know, independent wrestling shows that you might see in this area? I didn't get to, I didn't get to do any of it, but, like, that, so, so that's, like, part of the reason I quit, too. Um, when, before I signed up, so he came, he actually came to watch me fight. And I uh, ended up losing, and then he recruited me after I lost. I started pro wrestling that week that I lost. Okay. And But the part of him recruiting me was he was like, uh, I can get you a contract. Or he, he said, I can get you a tryout with uh, WWE or the other big company at the time was Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, in six months, my eyeballs lit up. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, dude, I'm going to be making like money in like yeah. six months. Like, all right. And then three months went in, and I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to punch somebody. Yeah. <laughs> You're so still I'm, watching. I'm, think, I'm yeah. I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I'm like, man. Like, I'm gonna go to this tryout in front of Triple H or um, whoever's <laughs> in charge of Ring of Honor, and I'm not gonna know what I'm doing, and I'm gonna look like an idiot. Yeah. So I was like, what's the point of doing this? I don't know. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, no. But like, it's. What do you think? Why do you think he didn't like? I mean, do you think he was like he uses people just for money, or do you think like? You know, not to throw him under the bus or whatever, but what what was the point of you watching? You know he has a he has a documentary on uh, he has a documentary on uh, Apple TV. Okay, right now, and, and uh, I do I watched it. I recommend you watch it. It shows a little bit of his side on there, um, but I wouldn't say it's like for the money. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Jim. You know, you you start a business like you got to make some money. You know yeah, what I mean, like I get you can't it. Just, you can't it can't just be about the passion and, and stuff like that. So, I never I never got really uh, really too mad about him. I think he just I think it was just all on him kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and it's always all on him and and you know he he's trying to like I think he just has his hands in too many things going on at once. You know. Yeah. Because I would go to practice and he'd be on his phone the entire time. Yeah, and uh, the best was when I tried to join again. Uh, I almost called you, Mister Shield. That's okay. Jim, call I me tried, whatever you want. I, I don't care. <laughs> when I when I tried to join again in 2019, and he was harassing me to uh, to join. Yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, this is too much. Like, I was like, you're you're being crazy, and like, I was trying to be respectful, and uh, and he actually threatened to sue me. So I was like, yeah, I'm Jeez. done with this guy. Yeah, it's yeah. time to time to move on. I'll tell you though, man. When I go to Q Mart and I watch uh, the the 
independent wrestling. I forget the league. It's like WWWWF or something. It's, it's like, like it's, actually, I know it. It's uh, WWWA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of W's, like one or two too many. But worldwide I've, wrestling, worldwide wrestling alliance. I love that, man. I mean, I think that is yeah. an over. People really, if more people knew about that, I think they'd love it because it's. I brought my kids to those events and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're having fun, but I'm having more fun because I I just love it. But it seems like there's that level and then there's WWE. And I don't know if there's like an intermediate level that exists. You know what I mean? Is there? Yeah, there, there, there is. There's like, uh, like AEW, which is a second promotion. There's New Japan Pro Wrestling. There's a, it's, it's just like, uh, MMA, like UFC Bellator. It's, it's the same thing. I have a buddy that, um, I met through the Monster Factory. His name's uh, his pro wrestling name. His real name is Giovanni. His pro wrestling name's Leon Saint Giovanni. Okay. And uh, he, I think I'm giving, I'm plugging him right now. Uh, <laughs> he, um, I think he is the best wrestler, and I'm not just saying this because he's my buddy. Uh, I, I say this to him all the time. He laughs, but I think he is the best wrestler currently unsigned to any major promotion uh, that isn't like talked about, like on a daily basis, like in the, in the pro wrestling news and stuff like that. He, uh, he is a, he's a phenomenal wrestler, but he's kind of stuck in that limbo where, uh, I'm speaking for him. This is just my opinion. Um, he's stuck like he, like he's, he's wrestled some dark matches for, uh, AEW, which is the number two promotion in the world right now. And then, uh, I don't know if he's done anything for WWE, but he's kind of like stuck in the limbo. Like, like, I don't understand. I always write to him, like, bro, why aren't you signed? Like, and he never gives me, like, a real explanation. But uh, I'm yeah. sure it's, like, politics or something. But uh, maybe he doesn't I know. I nothing but the best. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know either. Yeah. Uh, he's like me. just doesn't know. <laughs> he's wondering the same thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted to ask you, Lex, like, you talk about, you know, you talk about ADHD and ADD. I, I forget which one you said you have. Um, I know I have one, too, but I don't even think it was ever diagnosed. But I... I what is it like to go through life, like having what you have and like just feeling, you know, how does it, how do you like, how did you kind of like get through school and how has it been like past high school dealing with that? Like, what are the struggles that comes along with that in your life? Like every day. So, uh, I was talking about this recently. Um, and, uh, I wish, I wish with school, I would have took it a lot more serious. Hmm. Uh, because with, when you have something like that, cause I had, I had ADD or ADHD. I don't remember what it was, but, and then, um, I had a learn, I had a learning disability too. Yeah. And, um, I was like babied a lot in school. Um, I always had an assistant with me. I always, uh, and if I couldn't figure out the answer, she would, like, yeah. it would be like, you give, like, you give me a test that I would like slide on over to her and be like, you know, like, <laughs> like I actually remember, um, so I did, we would do the PSSAs and, uh, they gave it to me one year. This is Nolan Azic, uh, loves the story. I talked to her about two months ago. Okay. We she's great. And she's awesome. She's amazing. And, um, I did so bad on the PSSAs because I just filled in whatever, uh, uh, Mr. Williams personally wanted, uh, wanted me to retake the test. Like he, he reached out <laughs> and said he needs to retake this test. He didn't try. And Mrs. Milanazic was like, listen, my ass is on the line. Like, you need to, like, actually take this test. And, and I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. I don't care about your guys, like, high school score. The numbers so I had stuff. to sit in the, uh, I had to sit in an office with Mr. Mulroy 
and Mr. Mulroy gave me this speech right before he went with it. I don't remember it word for word, but it went to something, something, a little something like this. He was like, listen, we both know you're not going to do this test. <laughs> he was like, he's like, do your best if you really don't know the answer. So that's what we did for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, it's, all, it's all part of the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I really, but to answer your question, um, I think that, I kind of looked at school as like, I'm going to have the time of my life. Like, um, like I w I really wish I would have took it a lot more serious. I really wish I would have, um, you know, uh, cause I, I know I can do it now. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, so, uh, I really wish that I, I would have, uh, sat down and, you know, actually paid attention. Um, I think I was just a little bit too immature. Yeah. Uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't, you know, just, didn't want to pay attention was too busy worrying about the future and like uh thinking about what i'm going to do as soon as i get out of high school like I, I i would daydream about it all the time yeah like i really would and uh you know i just wish i really would have took it more serious uh, i know it's 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 hard i like being a high school teacher because i don't know i I have high expectations, but I also have realistic expectations because I know, like I was there, I went through that. I know that I was daydreaming about anything and everything. I was a bad high school student. Um, and I, I, all I cared about was what was I going to do when I got home from school and it was going to be fun. And then I was going to stay up late and watch TV and then, you know, wake up tired. And I just like, I was just always tired through high school and stuff, but I don't know. It's cool to have students like you that are like, um, you know, trying to figure things out. And it's interesting to hear you say that now, but like, there's nothing that I can really do. It seems to for students like you, not nothing. There's nothing I can't do anything, but it's like, I can't make you see what you see now. You know what I mean? Because you're 17, you're just not going to see it. Um, but it doesn't mean you don't care for them and doesn't mean that you don't try to help guide them and support them and wherever they are, because look at you, you're successful. You've made it. You're living this life that you have a family, you're doing things, you're, you're pursuing your dreams, you're healthy, you just lost 50 pounds. You know, you are, what, 10, 11 years out of high school, and you have it together. You know what I mean? Like, you are you are figuring it out. So I have to, like, sometimes you want to make assumptions in, in high school about kids, like how they're going to do, whatever. But I, I really try not to do that because there, there I find there's not a whole lot of, like um, – what do you call it? Just because you're a student that is like in every club and does perfect in every test that means you're going to be like ultra successful. That's not what I've seen anyway. Like 10 years out, 15 years out, a lot of the kids like you or kids that, um, you know, weren't necessarily great students are super successful in all kinds of different ways. And it's like, I know that when I'm, when I'm in front of you guys and, and I, and it's, it's fun to, to talk to someone like you, who's, who's really like, people talk about throwing themselves in the arena. I mean, you've really thrown yourself in the arena and that's, man, that takes a lot of balls and courage. And, um, I give you all the credit in the world for that. And, and being a father, man, you, you got a lot going on right now, Lex, and that's pretty awesome. I'm proud of you. You have a beautiful family yourself. Buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I, I guess your question was like, uh, like how you would, uh, like what were you trying, like you were saying, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was just, I don't even know. I kind of rambled. I, I, I guess I was just kind of saying like, it's cool to see some, it's cool to see a student like you that, you know, even admits to themselves that they were kind of like, kind of a little bit lost in high school or whatever. Like 
it's cool to see you have figured it out now. And you even look back and say, man, I wish I would have like paid attention more or tried harder, but you didn't know that then, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but if you well, could, I mean, everybody, everybody would tell me, but it was like, I, I didn't care. Cause I, in my head, I'm like, what am I going to, what do I need? What am I going to need this? For? Like, what am I like? Like, I, like I always thought to myself, like, I'm going to be rich and I'll have a financial advisor to do this for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I, I, just like every other kid probably thinks in school, uh, you know, there's other, there's some kids there that, uh, they have their stuff together, you know, like, um, uh, that, you know, they have their whole life planned out and they go to college and they, you know, but then there's people like me that, that are, you know, different and. I think what you were trying to ask me was you were like, you know, I, you were trying to say like, I preach to these kids and they seem like they don't listen. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's what you were trying to, you were trying to say, but kind of like along the line, they have to learn, they have to learn for themselves. You know, um, that's all, like I fall on my face so many times, you know, in, in life, like yeah, still to this day, like, you know, I have, a, I own a house, I have two brand new cars. Um, I have, you know, my girlfriend, I have kids, I have, you know, got everything anybody could ever, could ever wish and hope for. It doesn't mean I still don't fall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I still learn. I still, still, still growing as a person, you know, like, uh, and that, that, that's this year, you know, this year wasn't the greatest year of my life uh, and I'm not going to go into it or anything like that, but yeah. you know, I've learned a lot and, um, about myself and, uh, just exploring my own mind and. And I know that sounds—I probably sounds crazy for somebody to listen to, but no, uh, it doesn't. I never—I never really went inside my own head and and uh, thought about things like the, like how I've been thinking, you know. And people, uh, some people don't do that until they're 29 years old. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I mean? People, what I've learned is that uh, there is no uh, expiration date on when to figure out uh, figure your life out. You know what I mean? You could be—you—you you don't have to be. As soon as you graduate high school, life doesn't have to be figured out. You, you know, you can be thirty years old, or you can even be forty years old. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like it, it's it. There is no expiration date when when you figure your life out. Yeah, no, that's a really good comment, um, and it's true, man. I mean, like, and I feel like a lot of kids that when they get out, they feel pressure to like figure it out right away. Like, oh man, I have to figure it out. I have to know what I'm doing, and I don't know. It's just I feel I kind of feel bad for them in a sense, because they just, there's so much pressure put on kids these days. And like you said, you got to fall on your face a couple times to learn on your own for real. I mean, adults are always going to tell you, oh, you should do this. Or you should do, I see it with my own kids. I'm like, I can't believe you did that. We've talked about that 300 times, but they have to learn for themselves. I and mean, it's just the way it is, you know, like you said. Um, yeah. I mean, my, I have a, uh, I have an autistic son. Uh, he's uh, three years old. Okay. And uh, amazing, amazing kid. That's but, awesome. Uh, he's amazing. Like, uh, like he's super strong. Like, um, I can flip this around for you. We, I built him this entire thing right here. Oh, that's awesome. I, I built him the, the the rock wall. Whoa. I used to have a slide that would come down here. Uh, you know, I I uh, I uh, really catered it with me and my girlfriend. We both catered uh, to his needs a lot. You know, and uh, but he can't he can't talk yet. So, uh, but he can understand, he can understand, uh, like, uh, no. And, you know, he, he knows when he upsets me. Yeah. Um, he, 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 uh, it's just, it's hard to communicate with him sometimes. But when he was a baby, like, he, like, uh, when he, he started learning how to walk 
before he was one and he was a crazy kid he would climb up the counters like he would do pull-ups on the counters and <laughs> like uh, i'd pull, do it again pull him down do it again and he just wouldn't ever like stop and uh this one time my girlfriend was cooking dinner and she turned the stove off and he would always walk across the uh the um the stove burned his foot oh jeez never walked across it ever since i have not seen him walk across that stove ever since. <laughs> that's a harsh so that's example but that that's true face. yeah that 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 is yeah you know he's not going to do that again um how old are your kids Lex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have uh i have a four-year-old i have a three-year-old and i have a one-year-old wow i guess uh do you ever see the 80s show mr mom it was a movie um Michael Keaton. <laughs> you, is that with is that with Hogan? I don't think so. It you should maybe look it up. It's it some guy who was basically a stay at home dad and kind of reminds me of you a little bit. But uh, his name was Mr. Mom. But let's check it out. Mr. Mom. Yeah. I will. I mean, I've heard of it. Uh, I'll definitely uh, give it a give it a check out. I mean, that's how I feel. Like it, I'm really. It's really weird because I have like a minivan and I go and uh, and then I have I have I have my own car too. But I bought we bought a minivan for her because we have so many kids. Yeah. And. Um, I, uh, I'll go and I'll drop him off at school and I'll drop her off at school. And then like, like I'll go to like MMA practice and like I'll <laughs> go and I'll pick them up. And it's like, I feel like, like a soccer mom kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I'll tell you, man, like that's what, like my kids are a little bit older, but, um, like, you know, beginning teenage years. And that's really all I do. Like when I come home from work, it's just driving everywhere like that you know this one to baseball and back this one to wrestling and then go pick up another one and take them here and then pick them up from wrestling and then it's just constant i love it um but it's it's not even what you think about when you think about being a dad you know what i mean you just don't think that you're really just like an uber driver in, in some sense um but that's what it is <laughs> i'll be honest with you when when my daughter was uh uh first born i was like super super excited and then when she, when she was there, I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, <laughs> like, 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 geez, like I gotta like make sure this thing like lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I mean, like it was a, it was a very, uh, like, uh, surreal moment, you know, like, uh, yeah. like now, now I, I can't be too selfish. I have to worry about somebody else, you know? Yeah. And learn, I'm, as you know, man, learning it, like being a dad, like it's, uh, like, you know, you, you kind of learn about yourself a lot too, you know, like how you should act and you know how that, like my daughter, she's talking now and you know, I don't, we don't really, we don't curse around her or anything like that, but she's starting to say like things and like, uh, like I never heard her, uh, I never heard her say, I, like, I don't love you. She said that to me the first day of the uh, time. The other oh day. man, that's and, tough. And I was like, Oh man, but I had to play the poker face. You know? like, uh, <laughs> so, but, that's but I was like, you know, like yeah. try not to get the, uh, the water works yelling there. But, <laughs> nah, but. man, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know. I, that's something that I think you're going to find interesting as they get older. Like, like right now, you probably can pretty much control. Like you said, you don't curse. Probably a good thing. Um, you can control what they watch for the most part. But, man, as they get a little bit older and they go off into the world and go to school, it's like, they come home with stuff and it's like, we didn't, where'd you get that? Where did you hear that? Where did you, what that, what? And it's like, after a while, you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it is, what, it is what it is. It is what it, I mean, I, I care obviously just like you, but it's like, I, what am I going to like investigate 
every little thing that you said when every other kid pretty much is saying those things too. And I also work in a school, so I see firsthand like, oh, everyone's doing and saying those things. So yeah, I, don't know. I have this, I have this guy in my life. Uh, he's a uh, jujitsu black belt. Um, I, I would love to hear him on on your podcast if you ever would love to. Yeah, talk to him. Absolutely. Somebody. I'm. I'm. Uh, who his, is his it? Name is, uh, his name's Eric Reyes. Okay. Uh, super successful person, like in life and and everything like that. He's a mentor. I constantly, because I see him like once a week on Sundays because cool. we roll and we do jujitsu, and uh, he's a big mentor in my life. And and uh, I com constantly ask him for advice about like being a dad or yeah. being a boyfriend or you know yeah. like uh, and uh, he has two girls that does jujitsu and he he he's he was a big part of uh, me getting back in the gym. He, and but he, like his way of doing it was like you're fat, get back in here. You look like a slob. Like like yeah. like he would like say that stuff to me. And the hard knocks like, approach. No, I don't. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. You know. And 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 then when I got back in, he was like, oh my god. It was like the first time he saw me in a couple of years, and he was like, oh my god. He's like, uh, he's like, you look fat as like heck and whatever. <laughs> and I, I was like, man, I gotta lose weight, dude. Like. I got. I was like, I got to start looking better, you know. Yeah. But, uh, no, that guy sounds pretty great cool, dude. I'll definitely, I'll definitely send him your, uh, your direction. Yeah, send him the podcast if he likes it. Um, you know, if he if he thinks it something he'd want to do, he could reach out to me, or I could reach out to him. I don't care, whatever. It's not like super yeah, sure. big deal. But um, what are some of the things that he's that he's told you? Like you said, he gives you advice as a better boyfriend, as a father. Like, what are anything? stand out because that's one of the things I love about this podcast is like sharing knowledge, like little tidbits from people that you might hear, even something you might think is super simple, but I think we all benefit from hearing it. And I'm just curious if anything like recently stands out or not even just recently, but anything that he said that has um, maybe benefited you or helped you out. You know, like, uh, I don't, I like to, uh, I like to, like uh, I like to surround myself with, uh, you know, successful people and um, even people that are, like aren't successful. Like so that way I can learn from their like mistakes too. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but um, not saying I am successful, but I'm just you know I think I'm successful with happiness and you know stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but just uh, like my girlfriend, for example, you know, um, like. Uh, like he just like he's real big on like communication just you know being like you know I'm, I, I can be a hothead sometimes you know like instead of freaking out maybe take a second think about things you know then go back like yeah. if, if something's bothering you instead of instead of just you know blowing up right there and then go take a walk you know yeah. think about it bring it up bring it up maybe uh like a couple days later you know maybe a couple hours later or something like that because that I've always had a problem with that, like, um, yeah. and I've been I've been learning to deal with that uh, a lot better. Like, if me and you, like, in you know, 20, 2009, you know, if you were my coach and you said something that upset me, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, Jim. Like, I would have told you right there and then it bothered me. Like, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that I I had like a tough guy mentality. Yeah. I never, like, it was just I I didn't have a filter. Like, I like I. If I got mad, I, like I got mad, and then like I would just express how I felt. Yeah, no, and, I remember uh, that about you. I remember Mr. Pompey one time. Yeah. Uh, he um, really made me mad in wrestling practice. <laughs> <laughs> I went 
I made it. I made it a, a mission of mine to walk out or go to his class the next day when no one was there and say, I really wanted to punch you in the face yesterday, but I, but I, uh, but I didn't do it. And I just wanted to let you know, you really upset me. I, I said it like uh, a lot meaner, but yeah. uh, I remember him just looking at me being like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's great. That's, I'm sure he remembers that. And he, I love yeah, that I, guy. He's a great dude. Yeah. He's a great dude, man. Yeah. I, I, I liked everybody from that school. That was a great school. Yeah, I mean, your experience there, from what I remember and what I what I knew of you, was was um, seemed like a good one. Um, I do remember you being on the ropes course one day with me, and like I think you had some fear, <laughs> and then I remember you getting up there and being like, "Yeah." I, I was hopeful. I was hoping you'd bring this up, Seth. So, <laughs> I uh, I remember um, Jake uh, Jake Graves, uh, rest in peace. Um, he yeah. was. Uh, he was on the, he was helping like hoist me up and, uh, he was hyping me up. He's like, you got this, man. You got this. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, you can do this, man. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to fall and die. Like, I'm like, I was like saying <laughs> stuff like that. And he's like, you're not going to fall and die. He's like, we have three. We're carrying you. I was like, dude, I'm 260 pounds. There's, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm kind of nervous. So I was actually impressed with myself. Cause I think I picked the harder one. Like the, I think I just picked the rope. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, I got myself pretty up there, like pretty high, but I got really tired when I got like near you, like my arms started burning out Yeah. and, um, I was trying to pull myself up, but I couldn't do it. Yeah. And then you're trying to pull me up, but I'm 260 pounds. Yeah, I was not. So you're having a hard time doing it. And I just remember begging you. I'm like, I'm like, just please don't let me fall. Please don't let me fall. Like I, like I, just, <laughs> I remember that. Not exactly like that, but pretty much like that, dude. I just remember you like seeing... Uh, sorry, I think I cut you off. No, you're good. I yeah. was, but I was, I was definitely had tears in my eyes. Yeah, you were like that look I'd never seen before because you were 40 feet up and like I was at the top of the tower and and I'm kind of used to being up there. Like, just I'm also strapped in, so I'm not going anywhere. But like, you're at that moment where you don't really get how the safety equipment works. You just know you're 40 feet off the ground and almost well, on kept, the platform. I kept saying to Jake and uh, whoever else was our partners, I was like. Cause I got like, uh, I was like getting in my own head. I was like, I bet he drops me on purpose. Like I kept saying that. I was like, I bet. Cause like how much I would torment all you guys. Like, I, was like, I bet, I bet yeah. he drops me on purpose up there. Dude. <laughs> I never felt any of that. Like, I, I don't know if, if other teachers felt like that, but I always loved you, man. I thought you were great. I loved your uniqueness and you know, whatever. I just kind of, I don't know. Hopefully you got that vibe from me. Hopefully you don't perceive me in another way, but I always no. got along with you. I always had a, I always had a lot of respect for you, um, because uh, you never, you didn't treat me, and a lot of the teachers there, they didn't, they didn't treat uh, a lot of the students. You didn't, you didn't always, you didn't really treat us like students. Yeah. Uh, you treated us as human beings. You treated us like um, equals and, and with, with respect. You know, oh, I'm, I'm thanks, sure man. if I ever stepped, I'm, I'm sure if I ever stepped out of line and I was disrespectful, like you would have been yeah. disrespectful back. But um, I always, I always like had fun. Like I, like I. And, and I think all you guys knew that, like, if I was talking trash, like, it, it was like, it was like, it was just playful. Like, it yeah. wasn't being like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I hated you or I didn't like you guys. It no. was just, it was just like, look at you. Like, you're a teacher. Like, you're a bum. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I, like I would do that to Mulroy all the time. Yeah. Like, I would always mess with Mulroy. He loves you, man. He still talks about you. Um, oh, man. He's, you know, it's funny. Like, I going back maybe a few minutes, you talked about, um, 
you know, getting mad and like getting a hot head and walking away, you, you know, like I sit here and you, you are just kind of vulnerable saying that you, that has happened to you. And, and I don't know, people sometimes think of me as, Oh, he's pretty calm and chill. Dude, I get really upset with stuff. Um, and I, I, I have that happen too. And it's like, I have to control that. And like, I, I'll, I'll give you an example today. I'm trying to do this stuff with my YouTube channel and my oldest son is out there. Um, he's, you know, filming me. I'm making this uh, a few segments on like whatever camping and sleeping bags and stuff like that. Did all this filming. It's so hot out. You know, today it's like 90 degrees yeah. out. I'm like, I had mountain biked early this morning. So I was like, I'm like, uh, like fatigued and like I had no energy, probably like a half hour of jujitsu or something like that. But I was tired. Anyway, I go out there and we did all this filming. We tried to do it yesterday, but like 10 minutes in, thunder, lightning, we got kicked out. So we had to come in. All my stuff was wet, had to dry it. So we got out there today with this awesome session. I was so proud of it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to go record all this tonight. This is great. I go, there's like literally 50 video clips. And I'm like, just about to take my son to the doctors. I'm like, oh, let me just see one. I look at it. I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. Go to turn up the volume. I'm like, oh, shit, I can't hear it. I'm like, oh, maybe what? What's going on? Let me look at another one. Dude, no audio is recorded for any of them. So if you like silent films, like in the 50s or 40s, it's going to be great. But on YouTube, that they don't really like uh, promote those as much anymore. So I'm like Charlie Chaplin, like just like like a mime. There's no audio, <laughs> none. The freaking thing didn't work. And I'm like, I'm just like, and it's not my son's fault, but I'm like getting all like quiet and not saying anything. And I'm like, you know, through the sleeping bag, I'm just like, walked ahead i'm like you're you're right man it's like when i start thinking about it, i'm like all right like i gotta find a way to cool down and like not like let this shouldn't be affecting anyone else like this is a me thing you know what i mean like shouldn't be not that i take it out on my son by yelling at him but i almost just turn into a different person and i'm like i don't want to be around anybody right now but it's so dumb it, when i think about it it's like what am i doing like this is the dumbest thing it's like some stupid YouTube video. Like why, why do I get like that? So I get it, man. You're not alone. And like, I'm always, you know, trying to just like cool down and, and like you said, taking a walk and like just getting away from it for a little bit is, is helpful. And yeah. Yeah. man. I mean, you're not alone. (laughs) I'm learning, I'm learning a lot about myself. You know, I started going to like therapy this year, just, you know, like, yeah. Like, and, and, uh, you know, I'm just trying to become a better dad, better boyfriend, better, better athlete just better you know i'm just trying to fix myself you know something, yeah. something in my head you know well it looks like it looks like you're doing a lot of things right man i mean like you said before like when you when you were a kid like looking up to your dad like he was a superhero uh, you know odd enough, oddly enough i don't think it takes that much um i think what you have to do is you have to be there for your kids you know what i mean like just be there yeah. for them when they get home from school when they at night when they go to bed, just being there and, and loving them and whatever that looks like in your family. And, you know, the hugs, kisses, stories, you know, I think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm not Dr. Phil, but like, I, I do feel like, I mean, I have the same haircut, but I do feel like um, those, those are the things that matter the most. Like when you get into specifics, like, oh, you gotta, you should gotta teach this principle and make sure you follow these commitments and commandments. It's like, well, whatever you do, you do. But like, just being present and being there is, I think, probably one of the most important things. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm there. I mean, I'm I'm here every day. Like, you know, <laughs> You're like, dude, I'm. I have that down. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm here all day. But it's just, it's, 
I agree with you 100. percent You know, and, and it was a little difficult in my situation because my mom and my dad were um, were separated. So yeah, um, I would see my dad uh, every other week. So I would see him twice a month, and um, you know, uh, I just don't. I, I just know that I I don't want that ever for my kids. I yeah. want to always be there for my kids, and uh, I just really. I just really want, like, I don't know, like, I always, like, when, when my when I found out that my dad, like, uh, did pro wrestling, and my dad did uh, boxing uh, in an Ironman tournament in Levittown and ended up winning it, I don't know, I saw the newspaper clip, and I was <laughs> like, I was like, this is the, this is awesome, like, yeah. I want this stuff done, and then, uh, you know, I started fighting, and I had all these, like, interviews, like, you know what, <clears throat> so, when I was in high school, right, I wasn't, I wasn't the best wrestler, I would say, you know, I got better with time, but yeah. I also, did, I also think I didn't care, you know, like yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really give my, all my, my all into it. All I did was care about going home and playing video games. Yeah. You know, so, um, I, uh, Matt Harkins, I don't know if you remember yeah. Matt Harkins. Yeah, he was real good. Yeah, yeah real good. Always we get this interview. I, sometimes I would win a match and I'd be like, oh man, they're going to interview me. And they would never interview me. And I would always look over and, then, and, and he'd be getting interviewed. And I'd be like, you son of a... Like, I would always get mad, you know? So when I, I, when I started fighting and I started... Uh, when I started winning, I was, I was getting all these interviews all the time. And I was like soaking it in. I was loving it, you know? Yeah. And my head, it got to my head a little bit. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, but you know what the great thing about losing... Was, uh, Jim was um was that you know when you're winning and I told this that kid that I was talking about earlier Chase um when you're winning everybody wants to be around you everybody wants you know I, I met some slime balls like you know yeah in, in doing this and and I met some amazing people and and uh like like I just said though I met some you know people trying to use you and it just I got stories for I got I get I get give you like 12 podcasts with all the stories I got. <laughs> I bet. But um, what I'm trying to say is that losing those three fights, I, my phone went from blowing up every day, um, all day long to nobody, uh, to nobody doing it. You know yeah. I mean? And I got to really see who, who really cared about me and who really did it. And, uh, that's another reason why I want to fight because now I, like, I feel like I got a chip on my shoulder. Like, Oh, like, like you guys, like you guys said you were there for me. Like you had my back and you know, when I, when I'm down and I'm out and I'm not doing that great, you know, I, I turn around and you know, it went from, it went from hundreds of people to probably like, you know, like 25 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have a, um, you have a fight coming up, right? I do, but I'm not allowed to, I actually called the promoter right before we did this. I'm not allowed to, uh, not a lot to say uh, the date or location, but I can tell you for a fact it's in the middle. So if you can figure that out, the middle of September. Okay. So got it. Figure that on yourself. You can think of thirty days. You know, <laughs> I got middle. it. Yeah, the middle, it. somewhere around the middle of September. I got you. No. Somewhere um, in the middle of September. Uh, are you allowed to talk about what type of fight it is? It's an MMA fight, cage fight. Yeah. Oh, it's not okay. I wasn't sure if it was straight jujitsu or you know. Nah. Okay. No, I'm going. We're going all in, buddy. Is it pro? Like, yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know if you like once you went to pro, you can go back to amateur for a few fights. And I, I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't though. Uh, but you know, it was one of the things that you know, like, uh, 
one of the weird things about me, uh, Jim, is that like, uh, I'm sure like you take like, uh, the normal person and you put them in that scenario. Right. Yeah. Like, all right, listen, you got to fight. Like, you know, give them the crazy eyes. Like you got to fight, you know? Yeah. Like in friggin' six months, like we got to get ready for this. They're going to be feeling some type of way about it. They're going to be feeling nervous. They're going to yeah. be feeling all this stuff. I never, ever felt that huh. for 10 foot. I've never, I always felt like I was born to do this. Like, yeah. I know, I know that's really like cliche to say, but I really, it really does. Like, like I'm not nervous to fight at all. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Like I was actually supposed to fight in May, but okay. the guy that I'm fighting, uh, couldn't make weight. He's 300 pounds right now. So I'm waiting <laughs> for him to wait for him to lose a little bit of weight. That's what we were doing. And now I think, I don't I'm pretty sure he lost the weight. So we're set for September and, uh, I'm not nervous. I'm just ready to go. Like I'm prepared to like, like I'm ready to get Yeah. Lex, it stopped. The volume messed up. Are you still there? You, I'm still there. Yeah. Your thumb or something was in front of the microphone. Maybe. I don't know, but it, Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, it's okay. That. I just want to make, cause you won't, I couldn't hear but you. I, said, as I was saying though, I'm prepared to lose teeth. I'm prepared to lose my nose. I'm prepared to go blind. I don't care. I'm just, I'm, it's something that I'm ready. I'm, and you know what? That's something you're, it's like, you know, I hate to use the analogy, but it's the same thing if you when you know if you sign up to be a police officer, you have to be prepared to die. Yeah. You know. And, no, and I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a police officer. I'm not gonna die, but I'm prepared to go there and lose a lot of brain cells. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> that might be your T-shirt, man. I love that. <laughs> I'm not gonna die, but I'm gonna lose a lot of brain cells. I'll tell you that. I like that, man. Yeah, man. Um, nah, man. I, I I think you'll be okay. And uh, well, actually, you know what? I wanted to. If you could pick like one um, fight that you ever did, I was wondering if you could tell me what it's like to, like I don't know, just to go through fight camp, work, like talk me through that, and then the day before the fight, the day of the fight, walking up to the ring, like those are things that I always like fantasize about that maybe, you know, when I was younger that I wanted to do and, and never never did it because I didn't either either didn't have the courage or I was just smart i whatever i just didn't do it but like i, I always wouldn't, i wouldn't say it wasn't the courage you know it's just it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to do oh yeah you know what I mean? it's it's a it, here so i'll give you my uh I, I can i can give you uh my amateur title fight because it, just a lot went on okay during it with it um so i was training for i trained my hardest i was i like I, so I would walk around about like, um, 200, I would walk around about like 230, 235 pounds and I would cut to, uh, 185 pounds, um, in six weeks. So yeah, tell me about it. That's um, nuts. Uh, tell me about it, buddy. And I, I didn't do it. Remember I, I didn't have money, so I, I didn't do it the way you should do it. Like I wasn't eating grilled chicken breast. I wasn't eating like broth. Yeah. I bought I would never eat vegetables. Who, I, I don't. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how anybody ever does that. But, um, but I, I, w- I was eating canned chicken. So I would um, like that you make like chicken salad. Yeah, canned chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I would either eat canned chicken or canned tuna, and I would eat two of those a day, plain, nothing else, and I would drink a water bottle uh, with each of those, and then after training, I would I would drink another water bottle before I go to bed. So I would make. The, uh, so I'm cutting all this weight and, um, two weeks out from the fight, my, uh, my, your, what you cut out there. Oh, what did you say? Two weeks out from the fight. I'm what? Sorry, sorry about that. It's okay. So two weeks out from the fight, 
my dog dies. Oh. Right. So this is just this is just to give you like not make you feel bad. Yeah. It's just to make it's just to give you an insight of like what this fight is about. So so let me like let me rewind a little bit too. So so when you take the fight too, right? So now you have an opponent that you don't know, you're not angry at, you have no ill will against. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to fight this guy, right? So you got to visualize, you got to think about this guy all the time. You got to, you worry about what he's doing, like, you know, millions of different things like that goes on with that. So then, you know, two weeks before the fight, I'm in shape. I freaking eight pack. I'm I'm ripped, you know, dog dies. The next day after my dog died, I got meat in the eye and my, uh, my eye split about that wide. Jesus. And, um, I, I had to get stitches in my eye. I didn't think I was fighting. Um, was punching holes in walls. The whole, so, so, the whole I was thing. Going crazy. Yeah. Um, so they stitched me up. Uh, the day before my, uh, the, the, it was the day of weigh-ins. My grandma died. Jeez, dude. Right. My grandma passes away. Go to weigh-ins. You make weight. You eat. And the weigh-ins is, well, weigh-ins is the weirdest part because weigh-ins is when you finally get face-to-face. You finally you finally see him. You do a stare-down. And I'm weird. I always laugh at weigh-ins uh, <laughs> when I do the stare-down because it's awkward enough. You know, yeah, mean, like, sure. Like, it's it, like I'm literally staring at you. Like, he's staring at you like this. <laughs> and I'm staring at like, I'm like, yeah, dude, we're about to get this on tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, I do talk. I do, you know, I gap a little too with them. And, yeah, you know, I'm sure you do. Their heads and stuff, yeah. So, uh, that happens. And then, uh, I think the day of the fight is the worst because the fight's at nighttime and you're just sitting around waiting, eating, drinking, you know? So by the time I leave for, to go to the venue, I'm at 215 pounds. So I was 185 from the night before I'm at 200, I was at 215 by fight time. (laughs) That's nuts. Nuts. So, and that's not a lie either. I, I, I believe uh, you. I, I, used to, I used to post pictures of it on Facebook. Yeah. So, um, I think I've seen some of them. I was like, damn, I didn't know, remember Lex then, being that skinny. And then, and then you, yeah, I, I'll, I'll just send you some pictures. Yeah. So, um, not skinny, I'll like jacked, and, uh, you know, like whatever. Well, it, I wasn't jacked. Dude. I was, I was tiny. Yeah. I was like, I was like nothing. Like I, I remember Alex Myers picked me up for that weigh in. And uh, to take me to the weigh-ins. Yeah. And Alex was like, he like looked over at me. I don't know if you ever like hung out with the Myers brothers, but they have like uh, some pretty funny mannerisms sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, well, I'm very like uh, I'm very aware. Of me- like I pay attention to people's mannerisms a lot. Yeah. And so like Alex like like looks over at me like this, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you look like you're ready to die. And I I look like I looked over like all the energy I had and I was like, I feel like I'm ready to die, man. Like, that's like how you like you were like uh, with the weight, like how I was with the weight cut. Yeah. So then, you know, you you go to the venue. uh, I usually have somebody drive me. um, I blast music as I'm going there. And, uh, you know, all these people I was I would sell like 60 tickets, you know, small weddings, as I would call them. (laughs) Small weddings come to these fights. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, all these people are there and they're all there to watch you fight. And, you, you, like, everybody wears headphones, but I tend not to wear headphones because, 
you know, you don't, you don't fight with headphones on. So I don't, so I don't train with headphones on. So, so I don't want headphones on because I want, I want to hear the crowd. I want to hear the reaction. That's what gets my, my blood pumping, you know, that's what gets me into it. (laughs) So, uh, a lot of people try to ignore it. They try to put the headphones in, they try to get into a zone. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That stuff. Yeah. And, um, um, no, and then you're watching people get knocked out. You're watching people get submitted. You're watching people bleed. You're watching people's like teeth fly out. Like I'm not even kidding. Like you know. Yeah. And you're, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching them. What I usually do because I'm always on the middle of the card or the end of the card. Yeah. Because uh, I I talk a lot of trash, so they <laughs> tend to they tend to put me at the end. Yeah. Uh, they so like that it. way people can get their money's worth of watching me lose. You know. Yeah. What I mean? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, I. Uh, I watched, I'm, 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 like, I usually sit and I watch the fights, and a couple, like, three or four of them, and then I go back, and I start, you start warming up, you start hitting the pads, you start feeling yourself, you, you know, and a lot of deep breathing, and then I'm giving you, like, detail for detail. I love and then, it. Like, That's what I want. You know, then they'll be like, so as I'm saying, like, you, you the fight card, like, you watch this guy get knocked out, you watch, and, and mind you, during weigh-ins and stuff like that, these are the dudes, like, you're you're hanging out with like you're getting to know like you're like oh like how long have you been fighting for yeah stuff like that two hours later dudes in the ambulance almost yeah. dead like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, like sucks to be chuck smith right there like you know yeah. what i mean yeah like if that's about to happen to me like that's how i think about it yeah and, i don't want to be uh, chuck smith either <laughs> and uh you know then your music and then they'll be like ludlow you're up or you know whoever you are you're up yeah. and then you know the announcer goes like coming to the cage, Lex Ludlow. And then the music hits and, you know, I walk out to either country or, or, you know, or like death metal. Yeah. And then that music hits and, you know, where I fought, um, the crowd would get like right in on. Yeah. So like, they would be like right there, like, like, you know, and you're like trying to, and it's like your family and your friends, like they're trying to like get high fives and stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to high five you right now. I'm about to go, get punched in the face for 15 minutes you know? uh, <laughs> dude i can't then, imagine that's like well you know oh. i fought this one dude and his name was uh well his name is carl roberson and he was in the ufc uh after my fights he ended up being my first fight dropped me four times in one round right wow. i got up every time though uh but dropped me dropped me four times in one round and they stopped it in between rounds and I said to myself, I was like, man, I really want to fight that guy again if I ever had the opportunity to do it. And uh, I ended up fighting him again. And when we were, when I, he walked out first, when I walked out second, I, uh, I look at him and he would not stop looking at me. Yeah. And I thought that was the most intimidating thing in my life. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird as like a guy that's had 10 fights and, and that, uh, I'm like, I'm just supposed to be this big heavyweight, like, yeah. blah, 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 like, you know what I mean? Like. Like, and, and like, I'm telling you these like true emotions because most people, they try to hide it. You yeah, know, I know. I appreciate truth. that, man. And, like this guy's staring through my soul. Like he wants to kill me. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, dude, I don't even know how to like throw a, like a jab. Like, I'm just going to like, try to like take you down and like hold you there for <laughs> your life. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's what I ended up trying to do. Yeah. But, uh, like, it just, it's it, like, I guess it really is like a scary thing. I just it just doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know. Like I, I, I know one, two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. Like, yeah, like that's how I look at it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Um, like, how are you training now to sort of like, 
uh, pick up for the flaws that you may have had before or things you need to work on? Great question. So um, at first I was just trying to lose weight. And, uh, you know, I did that and everything like that. Like I, you know, I lost a lot of the weight and I'm not where I want to be exactly. I want to be at uh, 235 again by the time I actually fight. Yeah. I'm about like two, I'm like, I, I, I float anywhere from 250 to 244 right now. And that's where I, I, I that's where I'm cool with. Um, it depends on much pizza I eat, I, I eat that day, I guess. Yeah. But, um, trust me. I know. <clears throat> I got a whole pie waiting in there for me right now, man. But, oh, uh, damn. All right. Anyway, uh, I've been really working on my stand-up a lot, and uh, I used to have a hard time with uh, in sparring too, like getting hit, like because uh, it's not a it's not a, a natural reaction, you know. Like uh, I don't care who you are, you know, you see it all the time, you know, you, you have YouTube and stuff like that. I think you're covering up the volume again. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, you have YouTube and stuff like that, you know. There's a lot of those guys out there that you know they just think they're tough dudes and. Like, they just, like, oh, I'll go in there with John Jones and you know, have yeah. good luck for him. You yeah, know what I mean? Um, it's not natural to get punched in the face, you know. And, and I, I, had a, I had a very, very hard time getting adjusted to that. And, and that's one of the things that I went, I, I, I went to therapy for, you know. I had a whole session on um, being comfortable with um, getting hit. Wow, uh, in the face and stuff like it. It's, it was it your was therapist really must have been thrown off. Hey, I'd like to talk about getting um, smashed in the head for for an yes, hour. Yes, I, I I did bring that up to him, and, and he 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 did do the uh, the adjust the seat position yeah. when I uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah when I brought that up. Um, but uh, after that conversation, um, I just went in the gym and I just stopped thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I, I I put my hands down and I let them punch me in the face and. And, uh, like I, I don't run away. I don't like, I just march forward. I tell myself that let's march forward and, uh, let's just try to take their head off. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and, uh, I really worked on my stand up a lot and my, I have a coach, uh, his name's Eric Purcell and, you know, he's very diverse with, uh, MMA knowledge and, you know, he's very, he, he, he can break things. I love how the way he breaks things down, you know, and he, he every, every time he does a class, he, when I, I'm looking at him like this. You know, but uh, he probably thinks I'm like mean mugging him, but I'm but I'm like learning, <laughs> like because uh, I'm trying to understand what he's like telling me, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just think I just think uh, I'm very glad. Uh, I'm very like it's weird to say, but I'm very glad that I've lost those three fights because it uh, really. Because honestly, like I think about it, like you know. Like, where would I be if I did end up being in the UFC, like, or making mm-hmm. tons of money and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a very immature, I was a very immature person, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have been acting very immature. Not saying I'd be, like, a cokehead or anything like that, but <laughs> just blowing my money, crashing cars, like, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Just, just but it could have went that way. Stuff. Yeah, like, it could, that's what I'm saying. Like, it like it could have, like, it could have went that way. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that, because I, I, I keep preaching this this entire podcast, but. I really learned, like I really grew a lot um, ever since 2018 to now, from when I got uh, kicked in the face and uh, you know went down and yeah and because uh, I was done, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, this is stupid. Why am I getting my face beat in yeah. for nothing? You know and and uh, I said, let's give it a try again. And I think this is the best I've ever felt in training. You know, I, I but I, I'm right now. 
I'm taking it easy right now because I'm going to start fight camp in two weeks. Uh, and I'm going to start going six days a week. And that's no cap. Uh, as the young kids would say now, that's no cap. <laughs> oh, I know uh, what the no cap means. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, all the slang. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how, I don't know how people live in this world with, TikTok and all that stuff. I have it, you know, but I watch like barbecue and I watch like how to cook, like, <laughs> like, uh, like stuff like that. Like, or like, like rolling glass, like rolling bottles breaking on my, my TikTok or like, uh, awesome. Burt Kreischer, stuff like that. Like, I don't have like those little weirdos dancing and, and stuff like that. And the, two bears, like, one only, cave. Yeah. Like, I don't, I couldn't imagine like how, what it's like walking through like your next class watching these weirdos dance and stuff like that. Uh. <laughs> It's, uh, it's something, man. I don't, I don't know. I I don't, I just kind of, I'm just there and, um, just adapt, you know, I'm just the old dude that tries to get along with people and, uh, tries to mentor folks the best I can, but how old are you? How Uh, old are you? 44. You're not, you're not even that old. No, I know. I know. I mean, I I still got time, man. I still, I still go hard at, at, you know, what I do in life. I'm still trying to get after it. Like, you know, once I got some aches and pains and stuff and some, some injuries, but I'm trying to just kind of like, I think you can use your mind to get past a lot of things and just like, um, just kind of like, you just kind of block it out. Like some things you, some things you can block out, some things you can't, but if you stay positive, um, I think you can, I think you can fight off a lot of things, especially like, um, I don't know, man, I, I haven't been sick in, I don't know. 15, 16 years and people are like, yeah, but I, I, thank you. But I mean, I, um, I, I heard from this guy this one time I was in Maui and I got this, like this guy that I got to know and he, he, he showed me this book and he told me this whole theory about like being positive and like when you feel like an illness, come on, you can just like, you really can use your, the power of like positivity in your mind to just like almost not even accept it or acknowledge it. And that might sound crazy for people to hear. And I don't, I'm not saying that anyone should do this, but I've done that from that moment. And I have not been, um, really sick since that moment. Um, so I don't know. I just think there's a lot of power that we have in our own minds that we can harness in in some pretty magical ways. So I don't know. That's what I believe in. And, you know, it's funny because I hear, you know, being in high school, you know, I hear, oh, I'm so sick. I'm so tired. I'm so, I'm like, well, you know, are, are you that sick? <laughs> because if you're so sick, you'd be, wouldn't you be at the hospital? I think you're all right. You get the sniffles is what that's called. Just ignore it. You're fine. Just, it'll, you're, you're fine. So, yeah. it, you know what I mean? But it, they're also kids. So it's hard to, you know that's what probably, I mean? That's also due to the, like, you know, teenagers or lack of exercise. Like, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, they're, they just like they're eating eating habits because their metabolism is growing, so they can eat like a whole bag of Doritos and not gain a pound from it. Yeah, but you it know? doesn't make them feel good on the inside, and they're probably not exactly. like fighting off infection. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I would definitely hate to have your job nowadays. Yeah, uh, look, man. I mean, it's uh, not every day is rainbows and butterflies, but um, it's it's not a bad deal for in today's world, I guess. I mean, there's like teaching's I'm weird. Saying, but. I'm not saying there isn't like amazing kids out there and amazing, like, you know what I mean? Like, like some like great kids, but it's just, uh, you know, ever since, uh, you know, this whole diet, like divide in our country, yeah, you know, like it just like, uh, I would not want to be a teacher. Nah, that's, it's very political. And like, you know, everyone like, 
a lot of teachers think one way and you almost have like forced to feel like a certain, like think a certain way. And I'm, I'm super independent. Like I like to keep my own thoughts and like, I don't just go along with things because you're supposed to, like, I like to make sense of the world. Um, and so I'm not saying that teachers don't, a lot of them do, but, um, I don't know. It is tricky. And, and, you know, it's, it's hard. I'm in a position now where it's like, um, you know, 44 and I have ideas to go off and do my own thing and stuff. But, you know, when you have a family and you're sort of like stable, it's hard to just leave everything. And like anything I would do like that, I'd have to like go on the road or disappear for a while. And and I'm not going to, I have like the perfect job for, for right now with my family and my kids, my dogs, like I love my life. So trying to just, uh, just accept that it is what it is. And, um, you know, and I am happy. So it's, it's cool. Just like you, man. That's the most important thing in life, man. Yeah. You know, you can have, um, you know, I mean, my buddy Eric Reyes would disagree with me, but if, you know, you can have a dollar in your bank account, but as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. But Eric would, Eric would be like, you need a lot more than a dollar, but you know, (laughs) maybe a thousand. That's yeah. You know, but that's the way it should be. You know, it, Everybody, I don't know. Everybody makes money, money, and everything else to be this big important thing, but uh, it doesn't go with you when you die. No, it doesn't, and that's that gets tricky because sometimes, like, I'll put a lot of time and stuff into a certain thing, and it doesn't return me much income. And I think, like, okay, well, why am I doing that thing? Do I love that thing? Is it worth the time that I'm away from, like, hanging out with my family, my kids, my wife, my dogs? Like, because that's really what it's about. You know, that's, at the end of the day, that's. Uh, that's the only thing that really kind of matters. So, you know, it, it's tricky, man. Life, life is hard and you got to make certain decisions as you know, and, uh, you kind of just, you know, you go through it and like, you're going through it now. You got some stuff going on and, um, seems like you're turning a corner and heading, heading to, uh, a, a, a bright future and you got, you got some exciting things going on. So that's, that's pretty cool for you, man. No, I really appreciate that, man. And yeah. I, you know, like, um, I'm glad that me and you have like uh, a relationship where, you know, like I, you know, we message each other a couple of times, like a little bit on Facebook every now and then, yeah. but, but I feel like I, I feel like, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen you seen you in probably almost 10 years. It's crazy. And I feel like, uh, I just saw you last week. Yeah. No, I, dude, I feel the same way. I feel like, um, if you end up fighting, man, I would love to, if things work out for me to get out there and, uh, support you and just be there for you no matter what happens, man, I'd love to do that. So when it's time, be sure to uh, promote it out there and I will certainly spread the word heavily. Oh, I appreciate you, man. And, you know, um, I just want to say, I really respect like uh, all teachers and all stuff like that. You guys have a lot of, you guys have a hard job and I, don't, I feel like, I feel like our country doesn't really give um, you guys enough credit. You know what I mean? And, huh. and uh, like people, you know, you know, I think as like teenagers, you know, we kind of uh, don't really appreciate what we have in front of us at the moment. You know what I mean? For but sure. Then when you leave, you realize what you have, what you have in front of you is amazing. I'll be honest, Mr. Shields. I didn't, or sorry, Jim, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> I didn't want to leave. Yeah. That's... I didn't. But, uh, I, I had, the, I had, cause I had an IEP. I had the, uh, I had, did have the ability to stay another four years, but I thought that was a little weird if I was hanging out with you guys for another four years. <laughs> uh, dude, I would have, I would have welcomed you. You could have probably, uh, Helped us out on the tower on the ropes course or something like that, since you were an expert. Um, but I, I was just going to say, Lex, I will let you get out of here and go eat your pizza like right before you start your fight camp. But if there was 
you know, either something you learned along the way or, or a piece of advice that you would give to people that might listen to this show, like something that's meant something to you or anything that you could say that you, that you might, um, might think could help even just one person, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, you know, put me on the spot here, but I definitely would say don't take, don't take life for granted because the people around you and the things that you have that you love so much in life can all go away in the snap of a finger. So, you know, like, um, I have two more grandparents, but my other grandparents on my dad's side, um, they're not here anymore. Um, and they were my best friends. So, uh, Everything can go away. So in a snap of a finger, like I said, don't take life for granted and every, you know, just enjoy every moment you can with your family, enjoy happiness. And just remember at the end of the day, you know, just cause you didn't get that dream job, just cause you didn't get, you know, the big promotion you were working towards, or, you know, you didn't get the exact house you wanted or <laughs> the right curtains weren't available for you at Sam's club, you know, Maybe not freak out, you know. I'm ta- I should take my own advice because I I gotta learn too from it, you know. Yeah. Um, Me too. <laughs> you know, just sometimes you just need it's, you just need to take a step back and you just need to realize, like, you know, just be happy with what's around you at the moment. You know yeah, what I, mean? I think that's good advice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try. You know, like it's good to strive for things and and whatever, but if you're always working so hard to get ahead, like you, you tend to forget about like what's right in front of your face and like the things that are right in front of your face are the things that probably mean the most to you. So I like that advice, man. That's uh that, that my means grandma, something. Before I go, my gra- So the reason I said that was because, uh, my, when my grandmom died, like I told you, um, she died at the weigh-ins, um, on my way to the weigh-ins, um, my my grandpa, I was stopped by my grandma, my grandpa's house. She was in the hospital. Yeah. And my grandpa said, you need to go see your grandmother. Um, you know, you should go see her. And I, I kind of gave him the wave. Like, yeah. uh, like I got other things to do. And then, uh, she ended up dying that night. So, you know, never, you never take life for granted. Always, you know, and like I said, I, I still need to work on that myself. So, yeah. uh, you know, appreciate the people that are around you and, just everybody just try to love each other more just stop trying to hate each other as much you know what i mean i like it man you're you're um i love i love talking to you and seeing how far you've come since high school man you're a father now you got a family you got a you know you're overcoming some things but it seems like you're really on it on a great path and um you know you're speaking some wisdom lex and and i think that just stay positive man and stay um just realize that those little kids you got around there are going to look up to you just like you looked up to your dad as a superhero, man. So at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Just do, just be there for them. And, um, thanks for being there for us and the leader next door podcast, man. You've been an awesome guest and, um, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, before I go, cause yeah. I'm, I'm assuming a lot of, um, HH alumni listen to this and maybe currently, uh, HH, uh there's a lot. Yeah. There's, listen. there's quite a bit, man. I get a lot of, um, emails and stuff from, from folks for sure. So, um, I don't know if you, if anybody remembers, but there was a security guard named Dana Williams. Dana, yeah, I remember Dana. Dana, Dana had a Dana had a stroke in uh, October. I oh, was wow. very close with Dana. 
Um, wow, I didn't know that. And uh, it, it was a very bad stroke. Uh, from what I was told from uh, what Mrs. Miller told me, um, he was uh, on the floor for, you know, X, like a long period of time and uh, wasn't getting oxygen to the brain. He's in a wheelchair now, but uh, he's doing a lot better. He lives with his daughter out in California, but, okay. you know, man. everybody can just shoot him a prayer. Yeah, you know? definitely, man. I love Dana. He was awesome. I mean, yeah. I always had a good uh, relationship with him, and um, I can remember his, like, he had that, that tough kind of face, and, like, he was, like, he was probably an ex-cop. I don't know. He looked like one. He was an ex-cop. Yeah, yeah I thought he was, yeah. but that's yeah. that's cool, man. No, I, I appreciate you saying that. I didn't know anything about that, and I'm glad you um, you said that, especially since a lot of HH people do listen. Um, yeah, I'll definitely send some prayers out for sure. That's he, awesome. Him, him, Jack and, him, Jack, and Kim used to – buy me lunches every day because i didn't i, I didn't have money for lunches like yeah. my mom would never get like not no fault of my mom yeah it was just I get my it. mom would always forget yeah she and so they would always take care of me um they would sneak me out of school and take me out to lunch that's awesome um, dude they took me to monday night raw they've come to multiple fights of mine they've come to my daughter's uh my daughter's first birthday party you know and that's awesome and, dude uh, you know it would just mean a lot if you guys break for data for me yeah, absolutely, man. And, um, you know, I'll look forward to promoting your fight. Um, good luck with everything, Lex. You can uh, hopefully listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube if I get to put this up soon enough. But if you are a listener, hopefully you can subscribe and share this podcast. And maybe, Lex, you could share this out to all your family and friends. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will share this out. Awesome. Mr. Shields, or sorry, God darn it. You Jim, can call me whatever you want, man. Mr. Shields is fine. Jim's good, too. I don't hey, care. Like my grandfather said, man, you can call me whatever you want, but just don't call me late for dinner. But uh, <laughs> you, uh, you're you a great dude, man, and I, I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're still cool like this. And uh, you have a great rest of your night, man. Yeah, you too. Stay in touch, Lex, all right? All right I'll see you later, Mr. Shields. All, all right, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> all right, bye, Mr. Ludlow. <laughs> see you, buddy. If you have a great mentor or leader that you would like to be considered for the show, email us at theleadernextdoor10 at gmail.com. Also, check us out on Instagram at Leader Next Door and our new YouTube channel at The Leader Next Door. And as Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Have a great week, everyone.